Listening to the 919, the only podcast dedicated to telling the stories of the over 1.5 million people living within the triangle. I'm your host, John Carter, and this week, Jessica Phillips and Crystal Lloyd, also known as Ranger Dress and Ranger Crystal, join the pod to talk about parks in the triangle, uh, specifically Umstead and Falls Lake, but also some others in the area. Uh, they were incredibly fun to record with and got me somehow even more excited to visit NC State Parks than I already am. As always, if you know someone who's making an impact in the triangle, tweet at me, Facebook me, or email me at the919podcast at gmail.com. Again, I'm hanging out with Jess and Crystal. Let's get started. Okay, I'm here with Ranger Jess and Ranger Crystal of the North Carolina State Parks Department. On location in the Visitor Center at Umstead Park, which for those of you who don't know, that's the giant green spot on Google Maps. Um, Rangers, thanks for being on the 919. Well, thanks for having us. Yeah. Um, so, Jess, this would be your office primarily, right? The Umstead location? Yeah. So, um, I'm Rangers are, I guess, um, stationed at different parks, and my park is William B. Umstead State Park, which is 6,000 square acres of forested wonderfulness in Raleigh, North Carolina. <laughs> That's your office is the 6,000 acres. Yeah, basically. I, I The whole thing. Yeah, basically. Well, I would prefer it than this, than this cubicle office. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, Crystal, you're at the Falls Lake location, right? Yes, I am at the recreation area for um, the water. Our recreation area is the water supply for Raleigh. Oh, okay. So. Thank you very much for that. <laughs> you're welcome. You're welcome. Um, can't wait to talk parks because I use them all the time. I come here at Umstead quite frequently. I camp at uh, Falls Lake a lot, but uh, and so I'm looking forward to Inside Scoop. For now, let's get to know you two. How did you arrive in the Triangle? How did you become a ranger? No, sir. Which, by the way, that title is way cooler than my title at work. So, um, um, well, I was born here, so uh, that's how so I got here. So, of course, you're going to become a, <laughs> yeah. a stork. Dropped a stork you off. dropped me off at my mom's house. Um, okay. I'm from Creedmoor, uh, North Carolina, which is obviously if you just follow Creedmoor Road North, you will end up in Creedmoor. Um, I, when I turned 16, I got a seasonal job at Falls Lake, and it, you know it's about the time of like, what do I want to be when I grow up? Where do I want to go to college? And being a seasonal, I was like, man park rangers they get to be law enforcement they get to be teachers they get to be outside this is this is it so I worked at Falls Lake for five years as a seasonal I worked here at Umstead for one year as a seasonal while I was going to NC State and I got my degree in parks recreation and tourism management and I've been a ranger for over six years now wow okay that's awesome and Jess how did you become a ranger and were you from the area like Crystal or (laughs) Uh, so no, it, uh, my journey was a little bit longer, both uh, what figuratively and technically. Um, <laughs> I was born and raised in the suburbs of Chicago. We're and, taking, um, we're taking yeah, pictures. Yeah, off. she's taking selfies <laughs> of me right now. She always gets, yeah. you know, that's I think it's my right side, left side. I don't know. Anyway, so um, I grew up in the suburbs of Chicago, 
And then, um, and one, and when I was growing up, uh, my mother would take us on cross-country trips to the national parks. And it was there that I met my superheroes, which were park rangers. They knew everything, like everything that I ever wanted to know and things I didn't know I wanted to know. Um, and so I, it kind of planted that seed. Uh, then I went to college, and from there... Were you in college in Illinois? Or? Oh, no, no, no. I... Oh no! Chicago <laughs> was too small a town for this gal. I was go. I couldn't get far enough away. Apparently, I went to Montana, and then I finished <laughs> up at Indiana and uh, University uh, with a biology degree. And then I, from there, I decided that um, a lot of my family uh, has a history in service, uh, military service. So I joined the Marine Corps, served five years active, two years reserve, and um, over the course of my um, enlistment, I realized that I love the outdoors and I mean, I, I love the Marine Corps, but I knew um, from working on aircraft and as an aircraft mechanic in the Marine Corps that uh, it wasn't something I wanted to do for my entire career. I would, and, I, and it did keep flowing back to me that I wanted to get back to uh, the natural outdoors. So, so. obviously the, the logical next step from aircraft yeah. is to, yeah, yeah parts. Yeah, many <laughs> hours in a small, you know, big, slightly bigger than a bread box hole called the hell hole in the back of an aircraft will bring to light. Yeah, exactly, probably. Yeah, so <laughs> it was it was a great time, and I, I very much enjoyed it, but it was not, I knew it was not my end destination. So I got back. Once I um, finished up my service, uh, enlistment, and I started searching, and they finally, I kept knocking all the doors, <laughs> all the doors, and finally, uh, Car Lake let me in, so, and I've been here for eight years. Lucky them. <laughs> so, you were trying to get a job anywhere in the country, or? Well, and, and well, um, no, any of the state parks in North Carolina, so. Oh, I, so you knew you wanted to be in North Carolina. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. My family, uh, when I had my daughter, my family started migrating down there, uh, down here, mm-hmm. and so, it kind of uh, anchored my base as to where I was going to be. Well, it's a good so, base to yes. anchor I mean, you, to. Yes, I mean, you really can't beat, beat it, especially, you, you know, your uh, podcast is called The 919. What is better than the RDU area? You are, what, three I hours? I agree, yeah. Yeah, three, three hours west is any mountains that you've ever wanted to explore. Right. Three hours to the east is the coast and all the beach life. you could. And in the middle is all the arts and culture that you could ever, without having, you know, as much as I love Chicago and New York, without the entire compassing heavy weight of a huge city, we're like just big enough. <laughs> right, it has all the resources, yeah. but you'll have to, man, when I went to um, went to New York probably a year ago with my wife and we uh, we were so glad, we, we liked it for a couple of days and we were so glad to be back here and see trees again. That yep. was really nice and actually yeah. breathe fresh air. It, so. How awesome is that? A lot of these neighborhoods around here really still encompass the idea of trees and, and not having to replant them, but build and sculpt around them, which is nice. Yeah, I like that too. Um, well, very cool. So um, I wanted to get, so that's how I guess your journey to become rangers. Um, so let's talk about a little bit what rangers do. Because I think some image, some people image, or excuse me, some people have this image of park rangers where they're just kind of strolling through the different trails and just like checking it out. But of course, there's a lot, lot more to that. You said law enforcement. There's yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. Our field staff, you know, rangers, maintenance, um, uh, seasonals. Uh, but you know, focusing on what rangers do, we do a little bit of everything. So I cleaned bathrooms and pulled trash this morning. So yeah. oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I tried to the pull glamorous apart. life. Yeah. <laughs> I tried to pull apart a fire pit 
because uh, you had to build the form. And I thought, oh, once we put the cement in it, two days later, it'll, it'll be easy to take off. <laughs> uh, I thought I was going to die. Anyways, but so, yeah, and tonight I'll be cleaning bathrooms and doing checks, uh, checking people in. So we do customer service. Um, we do law enforcement. We get to be wildland firefighters. So, oh, wow. Um, when the woods are on fire, we can put them out. And then also we set the woods on fire on purpose to help keep the forest healthy. I thought Smokey mm-hmm. said not to... Wildfires are bad. Yeah. Oh, but... but per- unintentional, yeah. yeah. Okay, prescribed fires are good. Prescribed fires are good. Fires yeah, prescribed okay. fires yeah. are good. So how controlled. Often, how often does that happen? I, was like, I, don't, I think it's hard for you guys to burn here since there's an airport. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, good point. Um, at Falls Lake, we burn... Um, Quite regularly, we've gotten to almost every couple months. Now we're getting to do burns. And is it just to get rid of some of the old, uh, like what? What is that? What is the purpose of that? Just to get rid of some old. Uh, uh, so some trees and plants need fire in their life cycle to help um, reproduce and make new plants, and then also to help keep down the litter, um, like the leaf litter and stuff like that, oh, to keep okay. that in, so that if someone throws their cigarette butt out or a campfire gets out of control, then it won't burn everything down so it's kind of preemptive yeah. mm-hmm. a paper lantern or floats. paper lantern <laughs> yeah That's so you what? don't you don't want a bunch of undergrowth that could lead like a, if you think about a ladder so if they keep if you keep allowing just the undergrowth to pile up pile up and there's no natural fire there's no um, way for it to burn down and it doesn't degrade fast enough when you do have an accidental fire starting you allow this it allows for the fire to creep up into the canopy and that can really make a fire take off and right. be uh, I guess more devastating than intended. So these low control burning fires are like low burning, just getting all the underbrush. Um, it's just like a slow creeping kind of fire. Yeah. So because of that, I guess there aren't too many wildfires um, in the area or I didn't um, even know that would happen. We've had last summer when it was a little bit drier, we had a few wildfires at Falls Lake, but I mean, we have a pumper truck. We're able to respond. We have right. our own special turnout gear that we wow. wear. Um, and you guys had one too, didn't you? Have- yeah. From a, well, okay. I cannot technically say it was from a paper lantern, but the next day I found a, a similar <laughs> area with a paper lantern that could have resulted because it was a really dry time. It was New Year's actually day that the fire had, uh, it was near Reedy Creek, but we were able to contain it and, and that's, you know, thanks to our visitors who were the first ones to say, call us and say, hey, uh, you need to check this out. And because it was really early in the morning. And um, and I think the other part is that perhaps you don't you had asked about that. You didn't even know that that could happen or that it doesn't happen very often is is because I think, you know, Smokey, our, our forestry friends, Smokey has done a great job in educating the public about um, that, you know, to be cautious with fire, to be responsible with fire. So. I think the public does a great job. Um, You're in saying that Smokey respect. doesn't do a good job? No, no, he does do a good job. Oh, I was yeah, going to yeah. say, I see his billboards everywhere. No, 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 that's what I'm saying. Smokey and our celebrity. foresters do a great job in because that message has been so clearly, like you said, that's who that's who you first thought of was Smokey, which was our foresters. Yeah. Um, and that message of only we, you know, only you can prevent the. Here I'm saying Smokey's line, but <laughs> <laughs> is it copyrighted? Or yeah, I don't know. I hope not. Uh, <laughs> we might have to cut that part. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, but yeah, so the public has done a great job in in preventing a lot of them too, just by being responsible. So yeah. So that's just what do we do? We we do maintenance type work. We clean bathrooms. We pull trash. We trash. We fix things. We're law enforcement. Mm-hmm. So we have we're this we have the same jurisdiction as a police officer or sheriff's um, deputy does. Really. But our jurisdiction is just here in the park. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. So you couldn't go out 
uh, in the middle of Raleigh and no. arrest someone. Okay. No, only if if the other local agencies ask for assistance. Oh, okay. But yeah, gotcha. So we stay here in the park. Um, and then I think the most important thing that we do as park rangers is education. So we are, right. you know. Um, By the way, we are in a classroom right now. Yep. There's a lot of stuffed, not stuffed, taxidermied animals, <laughs> yeah. not stuffed animals. Yeah. Although these are usually our least favorite places to do education programs. We'd, we'd rather drag you out and be playing, you know, it's honestly, I think we're all just in, you know, we're the one job, one of the one jobs that you can be a nine-year-old in perpetuity. We can go out and play in the dirt, in the mud with and you know and have an excuse to bring other people with us like hey come on you know come on kids let's go do this it's okay to get dirty you know right out in the, out in the woods and um go searching and finding and and exploring and educating so exactly so so you mentioned jurisdiction so you stick i guess you guys are state you're probably the state department do you have jurisdiction over any state park or any north much? carolina state park any, yes as like any land that's owned by the department of natural and cultural resources mm -hmm. technically we have jurisdiction what other areas in in the triangle so you have falls lake obviously and then umstead mm -hmm. but uh what other maybe big areas i wouldn't think of immediately would there be um well just our neighbors to the west Eno river oh yeah mm -hmm. and then Good i point. think technically part of jordan lake is in wake county too mm -hmm. oh, just, so, just, just part of just it just part, yeah. just part of it mm -hmm. that's right because i guess the river is kind of like the barrier for the county right uh, oh we should know that <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't work in that Jordan. Sounds right. I don't yeah. know. That's not for me to know. We can, yeah. we, okay. we can Google it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, awesome. So any, I had, I had someone, I was telling someone I was going to be uh, interviewing you guys, and they, they wanted to know, are there any misconcep misconceptions about, like, park rangers that you have to overcome? Or We're not going to take your picnic baskets. Or, yeah. Like, I, don't know. I don't know how many jokes we have I know. to know. We're like, ha, 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 ha. Yes. Um, misconceptions. That were the fun police? Yeah, or the squirrel police. The squirrel. But I don't know, because people normally, normally the only time people see us is probably when they're doing something they shouldn't be doing. Sure. And, right. Uh, mm -hmm. um, I don't, yeah, I can't think of any kind of, well, I think sometimes they do think, like you had mentioned Smokey the Bear. So Smokey the Bear, bear is actually forestry. Um, although we do, uh, in our parks, we do do the help with the control burning uh, or forest firefighting on in on and in our parks um but yeah forestry is a separate entity from us and i'm trying to think of anything else that people have a misconception about i'll tell you i, I did not expect you have a gun on your side oh, I, did, I did not expect well that. uh i think some of our sister parks in other states so it, it just depends state by state um but unfortunately um sometimes bad decisions are made and sometimes people don't leave their emotional baggage when they come here so sure um we do have to deal with some issues and such i mean thankfully percentage wise not nearly as much as the out you know sheriffs and uh city right, PD, right but um you know we still have domestic issues sometimes and alcohol never oh you know i, I don't know too many situations that i've had to deal with in which alcohol was involved and it turned out is a great decision. <laughs> Primarily because in North Carolina State Parks, you're not allowed to have alcohol. I did get a marriage proposal from oh, a well, drunk person. There you go. There you oh, go. congratulations. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> congratulations. <laughs> When's the date? <laughs> That's awesome. All right. Well, um, so I don't know if you had any, but you have any facts about the park? So you, you mentioned like uh, Umstead was 6,000 acres, mm -hmm. which sounds like a lot. Yeah. I mean, 
pretty good I amount. mean, if you think about it, how many other, I can't think of another city that you have a, such a, a huge swath of land dedicated to the conservation, preservation of um, the low, you know, the, the area's natural resources, right. such as Raleigh and Falls Lake and Jordan Lake and Eno River. Um, you know, no, no other state has that in their in their major cities. I mean, I think it's yes, you have New York has Central Park, but it's very groomed. I mean, it's a great park, but it's a very groomed and manicured park. This is, you know, it's wild. this is wild. This yeah. is, you know, so. Oh, we're getting a knock at the door. And we're going to yeah. pause. Well, uh, so we just had to pause for a second. That's another. I think that's a perfect yeah. example. You guys <laughs> need to. So what just happened? Uh, so just it was our customer service end of it. I had a. Uh, camper check into one of our facilities. So Umstead has uh, a primitive campground. We talk, when we talk about primitive, we just mean it doesn't have access, direct access to water on the site and electricity. Um, but it's kind of like Cadillac, what a, I've heard called Cadillac camping. Apparently I'm the only one that's heard it, where you just drive up to the site and you can unload rather than hiking. I call it car camping. Car camping. Yeah. I like Cadillac camping, that's, that's good. So, you just um, have a nicer car. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so we have that, and we also have um, cabins. So with North Carolina State Parks, during um, with, uh, just after World War II and the Great Depression, it was um, one of the things was, quote, get men back to work or some, I shouldn't quote it because it's probably not the exact quote, but it was. That's uh, another copyright thing where I got to Yeah, well, <laughs> you're going to research. Is First that what, Smokey, now is, is that what Roosevelt really, really said? But um, he, <laughs> Something along yeah, he, so he developed the CCC, the Civil Conservation Corps, and it was the WPS, which is the Workers Something, Progress Something Service. So the CCC uh, and the WPS uh, were, so the WPS, you, to me, the way when I've done the research, it's, uh, it sounds like it's more like uh, men that had uh, established like their families and their homes. And like I grew up in Lagrange, and so if my father had been an electrician or a plumber or something, he wasn't going to pick up from there and move clear across the country or you know two hours to go work. But he could come down the road, and so they would bust the WPS. So they were kind of the high-skilled workers. CCC, a lot of times, were I think just like the manual laborers. Maybe they didn't have an established skill set, and so the CCC tend to live on site. And so we have cabins here that were built um, by the CCC and the WPS, and and they lived there during the time that they were constructing and helping building the infrastructure uh, infrastructure oh, wow. of this park. And the South Mountains was another one, and I think Hanging Rock. Hanging Rock. See, we've had a couple parks that yeah. were built by the so CCC. So due to their hard work. And, you know, um, and labor, we have a, you know, trail systems and uh, campground and day use areas um, all because of, the, but now some of our facility, those CCC camps, um, you can rent out as a civic group or a not-for-profit um, uh, like group. a school group or something. Yeah, a school group. Okay. Yeah, churches will rent them out and other civic groups. So That was a really long story to let you Sorry. guys know that we just sold two bundles of firewood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's basically what it's customer service, guys. It was two bundles of firewood for a group staying, a group in the... staying at, the, at Maple Hill Lodge. So. <laughs> okay. Well, so I think before before the uh, what just happened, I think we were talking about be, the Triangle being an area that really cares about natural resources oh, yeah. and uh, the parks. So I, I've always been curious as the triangle is growing so quickly. I'm sure you guys are in talks a lot about 
well, let's take some. Let's just take a little bit of land from Umstead or something. Is that is that happen a lot or um, or Falls Lake even? I'm sure. I, I, actually, no, just we're good. Yeah, <laughs> our, all our land is used, so yeah. we don't have just so much acreage that you guys have. Yeah, I am. Um, I know. Actually, I was just going through some of the old history files, and I would like to say it was something that oh, it's just happening right now. It's happened. It was back in the 50s or 60s when RDU was trying to swap a piece of land for another piece of land that. Um, and that didn't happen. And I think uh, there's uh, discussions going on right now as to some of the land that actually is around us. It's not completely all developed, but it is all owned. And a lot of it is, some of it is RDU land. And so they're trying to decide what to do it do with that land. And of course, we would like something that marries well with recreation and the outdoors right. and preserves and acts like a buffer. And um, so hopefully, and, and I think the public really has a value in that. Um, I think it's a good community. For yeah, that. I mean, yeah. we had 1.8 million visitors. I mean, people utilize this wow. as their, un, you know, their time to unwind, their time to re, uh, from work, their time to reconnect with nature, with themselves, with, them, with their families. So um, although you can't, you know, turn that into a cash monetary, you know, it, on, it is of a great deal of value your internal well-being yeah. and and what nature provides for you and and outdoor recreation is worth tenfold what you could ever uh, bring in yeah dollar wise i would agree so <laughs> uh, i want to move on to something else which was uh if if any of you are on twitter recently then you saw that there's the umstead solar energy fundraiser right so oh you just saw that <laughs> i just saw that so. oh good i'm excited because i okay. want to know what this talk is about too. it yeah. <laughs> okay Let's so our, it. our ranger nick is ranger uh, nick. yeah ranger nick is partnering with our friends group so a lot of uh, north carolina state parks have friends group to help us raise money for projects that we could not otherwise afford um and so his his project is to get some solar panels put on the visitor center to help reduce our use of uh the power that we do use here. So use renewable energy um, rather than um, the gas and electric that we use here. So through a GoFundMe, through Umstead Coalition, he's going to try to raise the money in order to have these panels put on. And then it'll also have a way for the public to be able to go up and like, it'll be a display so that Ooh. the public can see how much, you know, how much money the solar panels are saving. It's gonna be, right. it's gonna be awesome. That, it's gonna be awesome. That's exciting. Yeah. So that was just announced, well, we're, this is gonna come out later, but that was just announced today. <clears throat> and uh, when do you think that's gonna happen? The summer in time for all this time? Hey, the GoFundMe page is it's, where the uh, public can contribute and yeah. the faster it gets full, hint, hint. you know, <laughs> yeah, the faster they reach their goal, the, be the faster they can hire the company to come out and uh, put the panels on. Absolutely. Uh, anything else exciting happening at Falls Lake or uh, Umstead anytime soon? Or it's a fishing tournament. Yeah, so I was gonna plug. Um, this will be our, I think, fifth annual. Um, this will, for the You're good. I just oh, same okay. speak up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we'll have our um, annual youth fishing tournament on May 19th at Falls Lake at Beaver Dam. Um, we do that every year. We have upwards of 100 kids come out. Wow. Um, okay. We break it down into three age groups, and we have 
gifts for like the biggest fish, the smallest fish, the most fish caught by weight and stuff like that. And then we also do raffles and the community um, partners are just so great with all the stuff that we get donated. So like, I'm kind of jealous of the gifts that we actually give the kids. Like, I it's like it, yeah. yeah, cause it's like new tackle boxes or like um, new fish and poles. Like it's, it's really cool. So mm-hmm. we do that every year. That's one of our really big events that we do. And it, it's That's even cool. better because this year is the year of the fish. The year of the, 2018 is the year of the fish for North Carolina State Park. So, I was going to say it's the year of the dog, right? Oh, for in the <laughs> Chinese calendar, but okay. for uh, so but every for state parks, <laughs> state for parks. state parks, um, we have. That's hilarious. Yeah, uh, last year was the year of the spider, and this year is the year of the fish. So, oh, we, I like we the fish much better than the <laughs> spiders. So. so every year we take a topic um, and we focus on it and. And a lot of our education programs are dedicated to that. Which okay. I'm very excited because I get to read The Rainbow Fish a lot now. Nice. So oh, okay. <laughs> good book. And me, one fish, two fish. <laughs> yeah. Dr. Seuss. That's yes. Good. Awesome. All right. Well, I'm going to um, – there's some rapid-fire questions I had okay. for you towards oh. the end. But before that, how are you transforming the 919? Um, so I would say we're transforming the 919 by providing uh, – you know, free education and in, uh, a great environment for the public to come in, again, unwind, reconnect. We're helping everyone's mental yeah. health by yeah. being able to come out outside and um, just connect with nature, which I think we get lost on the day-to-day basis of like, oh, I've got to gotta check my phone, I've got to check my email, um, or I'm stuck in an office all day. So I think having that out here, I enjoy it, even yeah. though I work outside, like being able to like come to Umstead and hike yeah. and not work and not have to worry about anything helps me a lot exactly too. and we and we always encourage you try connecting to your phone in the middle of umstead if you have more luck <laughs> than we do please tell me who you use because we we don't you know i i think at least in umstead it somehow is like the vortex you can't get good service i so, lost signal i was on the phone see? i lost signal within like five seconds of entering yep. the park so yes yeah maybe that's strategic yeah. so we can get off our that's phone perfect so, yeah. that's right yeah so always pick up a map because you might not be able to <laughs> download the hopefully app. they can figure out the, yeah. the one road that goes exactly. well the, you know the other part i think with especially with umstead and falls is that even if you think you're lost just keep walking you're going to hit a road a trail mm-hmm. yeah. or water like, or water or water yeah and you can swim across so yeah. <laughs> okay rapid fire i hope you have an answer to this oh, um gosh. favorite parks and rec episode fake oh <laughs> oh um. yes crystal thank you okay <laughs> good um I really enjoyed the finale. Like I was literally, really? I was weeping. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I think that was cool how it all brought together. And then also the one when um, Andy Sandberg was the park ranger on there, and he just yes. like talked really loud for the whole thing. And I was like, yeah, I can't wait to be a park ranger. This is fantastic. <laughs> Have you, uh, Jess? Do you watch? Uh, the only one I saw was the one where she fell back into some into pit. the pit. Yeah. And so I, can I? Can that be my favorite? <laughs> That, cause that's that a, can absolutely be your favorite because they're all fantastic. Because yes. I, I love some physical comedy. Yeah. Um, well, that show's got plenty of it. Yeah. And, and Andy Samberg, that episode was fantastic. So, man, okay. Well, good job. I, I was hoping we'd have <laughs> one of us. One of yeah. us is that I, I guess I'm, I'm failing as park ranger. I try, I try to be Leslie Nope every day, but I'm just not that positive. I think so. we all should try to be Leslie Nope. Um, so, most dangerous moment while out ranging. I think you just had yours, Jess. Oh, yeah. I fell on my face over a one-inch root. <laughs> had a very big argument with the ground, and I did not win. Uh, and it was the flattest portion of the entire 
trail. Can I just tell you, it was after I semi-scolded somebody for a possible <laughs> off-leash dog, and then they're the ones that came running up to help me, uh, saying, are you okay? And my fellow ranger, apparently I got knocked out, and he doesn't tell me till today. But, uh, yeah, because he, he kept telling me that day, pick up your feet. pick up, And I was like, I don't want to look like a horse. And so then I trip over this, like, the smoothest, flattest part of the entire trail. I mean, like, smack my face so hard. Uh, and my arms wouldn't go up. I was like T-Rex because I had my backpack on. So myself, I'm the most dangerous thing so far that I've run into. But I, but I did. I mean, I did have it one night, and I think it was... If you don't mind me being long-winded, like that hasn't happened already. <laughs> Shocking. I know, but listen, I you know I'm I grew up you know in the '80s, and so the uh, Scream Queens and the, the slasher films is what I grew up as far as that genre of horror film. Uh-huh. And um, I, I had been driving down one night, and there was one car left. And I looked it up, and it was it, nobody's driver's license has good pictures of them. And if you Google the person, it, it didn't have good stuff behind them. So I was like, oh, you know, this person might not be. You know, I might have some issues. And then I'm driving down the road in the, it, dark at night, perfect, windy, cold, dark night. Mm-hmm. And out of the wind, out of the tree line comes this woman with wild, crazy, like it had, like she'd been running through the, she had been, she'd been running through the forest. And I was like, this is it. This is my moment. There's going to be like Freddie <laughs> or Jason chasing her out of the forest. And it was not at all that. It was much, so my, my imagination was the worst part of it. It just turned out that um, she had, gone on a hike and and fallen asleep and oh. then woken up in the middle like she, yeah I'm, i think she meant like a 20 minute nap and she probably took like an hour and a half and it was jet dark and she woke up going oh my gosh where am i what you know i mean you know you've had those naps where you're like they were longer than you intended and Every you wake up going happens. where am i <laughs> oh oh that's what happened except she was in the middle of that's a dark terrifying. forest now and she was on you know she knew the place well but it startled her and so everything got sorted out, but yet I thought I was going to have my, like, Jason moment. Oh, my gosh. You know, camp sleep away, and it wasn't. So I guess my imagination and my feet. And are, your feet, mm-hmm. but mainly your feet. But mainly your feet. <laughs> All right, Crystal, let's hear it. Scariest um, moment. Oh, I'd have to say Jess and I were um, dispatched to the um, Party Rock wildfire at Chimney Rock. And I think that was the first time I'd ever been oh, on a wildfire. Oh, yeah. yeah, this is the first time I'd ever been on an actual wildfire. And so we're waiting. They're telling us the fire is coming to us, and we're supposed to hold our line. And uh, so I look at the, the Forest Service guy who was leading our crew, and I was like, um, so what do we do? <laughs> and uh, he's like, uh, he's like, if you see me running, you should run. And I was like, oh, okay. So just like the anticipation of like, because it's kind of like going to come over a hill at us. Yeah. And I was just like, is it going to be like, you know, 10-foot high flames? Is it going to be like, and then like it comes up, and it's, it's creeping slow fire, just like it would be a prescribed yeah. fire. So, right. like, just the anticipation of, like, are we going to run? Are we going to get the burned dread. up? We're going to fight it with fire rakes. Yeah, because like, we've got, yeah, we've got rakes. And, like, I think all day we had spent um, just hours cutting rhododendron off the side of the mountain. Um, Exhaustion. <laughs> so, <I> mean, <laughs> it was a good time. And then yeah. just to be like, oh, my gosh, like, yeah, what right. is going to, and then it's just like, oh, oh, yeah. this is it? Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. So, that's, like, just the anticipation fire, of yeah. what. Yeah. And what was going to happen, and that was probably gotcha. pretty neat. Very good. All right, closest encounter with an animal. I see I see a taxidermied bear. Are there bears here? Uh, I, so historically, there would have been. The Piedmont okay. region would be environment that black bears would live in. Mm-hmm. They obviously, they need more habitat, which is not city life, um, than 
can be provided in, in a place that's so populated. So if there, I think we've heard of cases like Northern Wake County, and it would be a transient bear. So if you think about um, a, a cub growing up, a junior bear that's getting, you know, it's time to leave the nest. They don't get prime spots. Everybody, you know, all the all right, the right. established bears or you know, the <laughs> dominant bears have their uh, areas, and so they're looking to find a new habitat, new, you know. Wow. So that would be the only time I think that you would possibly see. And this is such, uh, this is almost an island. Umstead is at least. I mean, you're you completely surrounded. It's really not, and you're never far away from anybody. So that that is not the environment that a bear would want to be in. We're too close to. True. Mm-hmm. So closest encounter thus far. I've seen a lot of deer in the area, like a ton of deer. Yeah. Yeah, it's every day. Yeah. I'd say deer and turkey, mm-hmm. squirrels, birds. Um, as like I get to I get to see bald eagles. We get to monitor really? bald eagles nests out at Falls Lake, and that America. Yeah, <laughs> that is like amazing yeah. to see because we monitor the nest. So like we see the couple come in, and then. Like, you're like, did they lay eggs? Did they lay eggs? And, like, a couple weeks later, like, you're with your binoculars, and you're like, oh, and you see, like, the little the little chick's heads. Like, yeah. You're like, oh, my God, this is so great. Um, so that's – I enjoy that a Every lot. Every time. It is. Yeah. You're, you're just like, America. You want because, yeah, it's like, this is amazing. You start saluting. Yeah. And, the- yeah. and the other one is, which would have been Roosevelt's choice, right? Roosevelt's choice, the turkey. And I – because – I, I, until I came here, I didn't see any wild turkeys. And watching Not in Chicago? Them, none in no. Chi- okay. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, interesting. I know. I, I, I would have thought. but yeah. And watching them just do their the males, the, um, the Jakes and the Toms. Uh, at the, I, like I said, I was at Car Lake beforehand, and we had entrance booths there. And at the bottom is glass, and it's got black behind it, so it's reflective. And so you'd see the toms come out, and they would see their reflection, and they bow up, and they and they'd strut and get mad and peck at it, and it was, it was you know any like I said I'm all about some physical comedy, so seeing yeah, a, a tom funny. turkey get upset with its you know itself, right, um, is amusing to me. That's so, awesome. Yeah. Stupidest thing you've seen a visitor do. Oh. Oh, plenty. <laughs> we could write a book. Yeah, I feel I feel, I feel like recently or something. Yeah, I don't know. I'd I don't say know. anytime. Uh, for me, since I'm at Falls Lake, we get a lot of people with boats and trailers. And anytime someone just can't like back it like right into the water immediately, I'm like, yes. <laughs> you to watch <laughs> and so just to watch to see how many times it takes. I mean, I also would be one of those people that it took 20 minutes to oh, get okay. it back down yeah. into the ramp. But that does definitely entertain me. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think. There's so much. To- <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, it's, I, I think probably the things that I myself have done. So when I see it in, in reflection, it just makes me like, doy, like hit myself in the head like, oh, why did I think that was a smart idea? Whatever, you know, whatever it was, whatever common mistake, you know, it's just it's people being human in, in the end. But um, I think the times that it makes me cringe the most is probably when I've done it like a one inch root. Sure. In front of a group of people. It's after lecturing. Them awesome. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so. <laughs> All right. And if um, outside of the big four, which are, uh, I guess I'm going to say the big four, Eno River, Jordan Lake, uh, Falls Lake area, and then Umstead, what's an underrated park? What's your favorite underrated, you know, maybe smaller park in the area? Um, it can be residential, too. Or in the state. Um, honestly, I mean, to, so for one, uh, I would say... Um, I I really like Mount Mitchell, but that's a, that's not an underrated one. So uh, maybe Carver's Creek, or um, the one that John just got, uh, Raven Rock, is really cool to just 
um, and that's go only wander. an hour and a half yeah, away. Yeah, it's only an hour here. and a half away. So Raven Rock, I guess for me, that's close to this region. But to to stick with the nine one nine, I and I, they're used a lot, but um, especially when we have really busy weekends and everyone wants to come here and there's no parking spaces. I can't say enough about our Wake County and the uh, Greenway. I mean, it is mm-hmm. it is absolutely phenomenal, and I use it all the time because I I know you you can't believe it, but sometimes I need a break. You need a break what? from Yeah, I know. <laughs> so, well, I mean, just because I can't, like, I, I need to be able to separate before work. So I'll go out and I'll go running on the greenways, and they are just gorgeous. I mean, yeah. from here to, you know, Durham, and it's just awesome. So Awesome. I say if I had to pick another state park, I would go with Merchant's Mill Pond. It's about two hours from here, and to rent one of their canoes and just go canoe out on the mill pond, it's I mean, it's like a fairy tale because the, there's just like Spanish moss hanging around. There's um, alligators there. You can like in North Carolina, Spanish moss. Yeah, mm-hmm. oh. yeah, out on the coast we have it, and so the trees there are just filled with the um, Spanish moss. You can canoe like right by an alligator, which is just amazing to be like that close. And there's a close encounter you didn't talk about. Well, that's true. Or that, we were talking about in the nine one nine. Oh, so, <laughs> so, two hours out of the nine one nine. But yeah, so that that park is just fairy tale and like all the pictures that you take are just amazing um and then for the 919 i'm gonna go keep it at falls lake and go blue jay point because okay. the park there is really fantastic um the nature side of it yeah awesome all right anything i forgot uh we uh, north carolina state parks has a podcast ourselves oh yes yeah. please Yay. talk about it yes. I'm a, i didn't know about this yeah. until you mentioned it when i walked in <laughs> yeah so it's called ask a ranger and surprise, surprise, Ranger Crystal and myself are the co-hosts. So if you've just loved this, yes. <laughs> please check it out. Yeah. If you want more, check yeah. out Ask a Ranger. Yeah. So, yeah, we do interview style. We do storytelling. Um, and we... Skits. We do skits. it all. Skits. Yeah, we do it all. Maybe some poem reading. Yeah. Some wow. impromptu. No, not yet. Oh, okay. Um, not yet. I'm just uh, kidding. Singing. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. We'll get... We'll get it's a lot more than I expected. <laughs> yeah, but um, so, and we also will put, um, so I've recorded some of the kids' questions and we'll attach it to the end and they'll ask a question and we'll answer it. Um, but we usually do like interview style of other rangers and edu- educators um, throughout the state from our, you know, our maintenance seasonal OAs. Because you've got to imagine that it's not just the rangers that know about the outdoor world. These people that are our maintenance are, and our um, office assistants and seasonals, they work here because, you know, not for the huge pay jump, but for the for the environment that right. they get to work in. And so they're very, uh, a lot of them are very well knowledgeable. And so we use utilize their knowledge to, to get out because not everybody can get to us. So we want to be able to get to them and it and our education is supposed to be for free and so our podcast is for free so you can we're on apple's podcast platform yep. just search for ask a ranger and we're also on buzzsprout mm-hmm. you can search for ask a ranger I think and on soundcloud too we made it on soundcloud <laughs> yes. you made it you've arrived um, yeah. <laughs> and then um once we get the stamps.com like advertisement then i think we would have made yes. it as a podcast nice. um, or the casper or something like <laughs> casper blue apron yeah. um and then also if you have an instagram you can search ask a ranger oh, okay and we are on the insta yeah very good. So that's the call to action. After you recommend the 919 podcast to people, Absolutely. then then you check out Ask a Ranger. And yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Okay. I'll be I'll be listening to that soon. So, all right, guys, thanks for being on the 919. Well, thank you so much for thanks. having us. Bye. You just listened to Ranger Jess and Ranger Crystal of the NC State Parks Department. 
Now, I would highly recommend visiting one of these parks. It's something that Triangle has to offer that a lot of other cities don't. So you should probably take full advantage of it. Super accessible and honestly a breath of fresh air, literally from the daily grind. So between Eno River and Jordan Lake and Falls Lake and Umstead and there's a couple other smaller parks. I mean, there's a lot to see in the Triangle. If you like the pod, leave a five-star rating on iTunes, and you can follow me on Twitter or Facebook at The919Podcast. Thanks for listening.